Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It's mentally yours from Ellen and Yvette. Uh, focus on your mental health, you surely won't regret. It's mentally, 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 mentally yours. Mentally yours. Mentally yours. Hi, and welcome to Mentally Yours, a podcast from Metro.co.uk. I'm Yvette. And I'm Ellen. And this week's a special week because it's Mental Health Awareness Week. To mark this, we're going to be putting out a podcast every day. Today's episode, we're talking to Hattie Gladwell, who writes a lot about bipolar disorder and chronic illness. We're chatting to her because um, she's also written for us about how her bipolar disorder affects her spending habits. So when she's sort of on the way up, she can compulsively spend or find herself buying sort of quite odd things I think a lot of money on tattoos and mm-hmm. hair dye and stuff like that she's yeah. now working on that and is in a stable place but it's interesting to chat about the patterns there yeah over the next few days we'll be chatting to different people about stress and money because that's what we're doing this week for mental health awareness week my name is Mark Rowland and I'm a director at the mental health foundation the theme for mental health awareness week in 2018 is around stress And we've chosen stress because, number one, it's something that every single person listening to this will have experienced at some point in their lives. But number two, maybe we don't all understand just how significant stress is in terms of leading to mental health problems and leading to a range of physical problems. And our big message and the reason we've chosen to focus on stress is that we underestimate it at our peril. And it's a it's a serious issue and it is affecting so many of us and it is reducing our quality of life and, and really seriously affecting our health. We'll hear more from Mark later this week. 
Over the past few weeks, we've spoken to a lot of people about money and stress. One of the things that kept popping up when I was chatting to people was just the kind of emotional connection with money and the shame and embarrassment we feel. Everyone was kind of like, initially, when I mentioned I'd be chatting about money, there's like an intake of breath. Or like, oh, like I'm not sure about that. Mm. And a lot of people were talking about how they didn't want to let down their parents or appear like they didn't have their shit together, basically. I think personally, I am really consciously try to talk about mental health with people all the time so I struggle with anxiety and I've talked to my boss about it I talk to my friends about it I bring it up in conversations because I believe that everybody should be able to talk freely about their mental health and I can't just expect that change to happen I have to start that change so as challenging as it is I start that but money I'm not there on yet and I do find it really difficult to talk about. It was when I first moved in here, it was just about six years ago and I was looking for work and have any income at the time and so it took me about three months to, to find a full-time job so that was that was really then. People don't like to admit that they have any mental problems or they're unhappy about something and as you know nowadays it's loads of uh, media pressure and everyone's actually comparing each other with how happy how well they're doing and you know that they have everything they ever wanted but Probably if you talk to them in person, that's all on, you know, social medias, but if you probably talk to them in person, there would be a completely different story to, to what it is on the social medias. If you're feeling stressed about money or want to share your story, come get in touch with us at Mentally Yours, spelled Y-R-S, on Twitter. We're also on Facebook. We have a group just called Mentally Yours, so come and have a chat to us there. So now on to our interview with the lovely Hattie Gladwell. So I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder two and a half years ago now. I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder type one, which means I have more um, episodes of mania than depression. I went to the doctors after having like, I had really, really bad angry outbursts. I was very irritable. Um, I was acting very impulsively um, and I one night I just had like a massive meltdown um, and I was really really emotional to the point where my boyfriend had to call my mum to get her over um, and my mum has bipolar disorder so she recognized a lot of the behaviors in me um, and she then took me to the doctors the next day and I obviously explained more of my symptoms and said how long they've been going on for and then they gave me an urgent referral to a psychiatrist um, who I saw probably about three times and then on the third time they officially diagnosed me so yeah about two and a half years now. How did you feel when you were diagnosed? Um, quite relieved because I'd had like really bad anger like I could and I couldn't control my emotions and that was a big part of my mania as I get very angry. I, I can't sleep. I have really bad nightmares. Um, so it was good to know that there was something going on that could be treated instead of just it being me um, and having to deal with it. So, yeah, and it was a relief. So what does mania actually kind of feel like for anyone who doesn't understand bipolar disorder? Um, 
it's different for everybody. Some people go into psychosis if it's really bad, which means they hear things and they see things um, and have hallucinations. But I've never, I've only ever been in hypermania. Um, and my mania is um, not needing to sleep. So running on like next to no sleep and waking up and not being tired, um, not being able to shut your head up. So just racing thoughts. Uh, massive ideas impulsive ideas like starting businesses and companies and writing books and um, thinking that you're you're going to do something like amazing um, and then it sort of falling short because you've you know you've you've just rushed yourself into something Um, mine's a big part of spending Um, I'll I'll spend a lot of money in a short space of time and not really think about my actions going on like spontaneous trips, getting a lot of tattoos, dyeing my hair. Um, But I'm also very angry and irritable. I've always had quite bad anger when I've been manic. So I'm I'm quite quick to temper and and snap and I take things the wrong way quite easily. It's quite nice to feel motivated and like you can do anything. But at the same time, I think it's quite dangerous to feel like that. And I imagine afterwards, it's just a complete kind of like come down yeah I crash like every single yeah. time um, I don't always go into like a depression after it but I definitely you there's a lot of um, consequences to it like when you've come down you realize what you've done so either you've spent all your money or you've got tattoos that you don't really like that much or or one time I bleached my hair to the point where I completely ruined it and obviously I wrote an article before saying how it took me like two years to get it back so it's um, it's it's realizing what you've done and then having to deal with it afterwards. Like I've spent a lot of my savings that I had now, so now I'm having to work on getting them back up. It's just things like that, really. So with spending, like how does mania impact your spending? Does it just make you suddenly want very different things or just want to spend? It's just it's having no control. So I just think it was really dangerous to have my card on me, and I wouldn't you'd be told how much something is and you're just like oh it's fine it's fine and you just keep going and keep going and you don't you just don't think about it and it's almost like um, a bit of a rush when you are spending it because it's taking a risk and it's knowing deep down that do you really can you really afford that but like getting adrenaline from doing it anyway especially with like tattoos because they are quite expensive and they are for life. So it's quite a risk of, of doing it and not thinking about it. And you do get that rush, that the rush feeling in your stomach. Has there been anything that you've spent money on when you were manic that you now really regret? Um, a couple of my tattoos. I've got a couple that I just, I, I, I went into the tattoo place for one um, and decided while I was there, I was going to get two more. And I decided on the spot what I wanted and I didn't really like them that much. And I, I was thinking to myself, mm, I'm not I'm not 100 percent keen on this. And then I got it anyway <laughs> because I thought, oh, you know, I might like it um, and I still don't like it. And now I'll have to pay to get it <laughs> removed. Um, and that was, you know, a couple of extra hundred pounds um, that I couldn't really afford and on something that I didn't really like. Um, another time I took my friend to Newcastle um, decided at midnight the night before that we were going to drive up there um, this is a, a year ago or something now um, he had no money at all 
um and I was like it's fine I'll pay and I ended up paying paying 500 pounds for a hotel for petrol for nights out um and it ruined my friendship because obviously I felt very taken for granted but yeah you just you at the time you just think I'm just gonna get it anyway I'm just gonna pay for it anyway what happens after the hypermania stops? When do you kind of realise, like, oh, fuck, I've spent a lot of money? <laughs> it really depends. Last year, it happened for about six weeks at one point. Um, and then, so, like, April and May. And then around June, I was, that's when I realised what I'd done. Um, but it didn't last very long because it happened again in the middle of August. So it's really feeling bad for six weeks or a couple of months and then going back into it, especially in the spring and summer. The winter, it's not the same. The winter is when you really feel guilty about it. Um, But yeah, when when it's brighter, it's constantly going in and out of it, really. So what do you do to protect yourself now? Because obviously you are aware of the Um, I call my psychiatrist and say these are the symptoms I'm having because I know now what to expect I know that if I'm not sleeping properly um if I'm having ideas about writing new books um if I'm thinking of um wanting you know wanting to do things that are completely out of my character then I'll call them for an appointment um and then I will also I have um PRN medication which I can up when I feel necessary so I'll up that to level me out it's hard I'll just try and tell myself as much as I can to stop and think um before I wasn't able to do that because I didn't realize I was in mania but now I can recognize the symptoms and attempt to talk myself down it doesn't always work but with um the support obviously from my psychiatrist and with the medication it's not as dangerous as it was do you ever find it difficult kind of differentiate between normal impulsive spending and manic spending yeah completely sometimes I will think that I am manic and I'm not I'm just I am just feeling impulsive um And I know that because I don't really regret it afterwards. I just think, oh, well, I did really want that. Like if if I'd done, say, a big clothing shop um, and I'd I'd spent a lot of money, but it would be on stuff that I actually wanted. Whereas the difference with mania is that you're spending money on things that you really don't need. (laughs) I think the difference is that if I'm going to do a clothes shop when I'm not manic, I will have an idea of what I want and I will... But when I'm manic, I will just go online to spend and it doesn't really matter what on. I'll just, you know, it will just, that's that's how it's different, I think. Do you have any like tricks that you use to manage your own spending? I now have five different accounts because before I had a savings account and a current account and I now have five different bank accounts that I have like opened different, you know, if I don't take out certain amounts I'll get interest on them and that kind of helps me so I put most of my money in in the bigger accounts um, and then I section off a little bit of what I can spend into another account now whereas before it was all in one account so I was thinking oh I've got you know I've got the money for this so I can just keep spending but if I've only got say 50 pounds in my current account I can't be going on a massive spending spree um, and sometimes I will put money in my current account and then not take my phone out with me so that I can't transfer it or anything so that it literally is just the limit on what I can spend. Do 
do your friends and family kind of know the signs to watch out for? And would they be able to step in if they started seeing that you're spending in a manic way? My boyfriend's quite good. I did have friends before that but when when they knew I was manic would take me for granted and think, well, she'll pay for everything. So now it's just a, a thing of when I go out with my friends, making sure that I'm clear that I'm not spending money. Um, I do have to be quite clear about that. Um, and it's really just thinking about who is going to be helpful in, in my life. Um, yeah. So it's making some like social changes to make sure that you don't, that you, you know, you're not spending money unnecessarily. Because I'm sure like there are people who would take advantage. Like if they know you're spending, yeah. you know, they can just borrow whatever they want. I had one friend who asked whether I could pay, asked me like outright whether I could pay for the whole night. Because <laughs> they get, if you pay for one thing and then another, they get used to it. Um, yeah. And, and that's what it was like for a couple of friendships, unfortunately. But then I do have other friends who would say no, that, you know, you're, you're obviously not thinking straight. So I think that's more what you need as friends to not just say no thank you, but to say, you know, you are offering too much right now, um, to put it into perspective. If someone did notice that you were offering too much or spending too much, what's the best thing that they can do? Just I think just sit you down and say and explain your own actions to you because the difficult thing is with mania is that you don't really realise how you're acting. Like a lot of people talk really fast fidget a lot um can't keep still um and I think it's good to be sat down and say look this is how you're acting and this is how you're coming across um because it's more it's easier to understand if somebody's being straight up and honest with you whereas if they just let you go on with it for the night for the entire night I think you'll just get used to acting that certain way um so I think just being honest and and but not not being not in front of people because it can be quite embarrassing, but just taking somebody to the side and say, look, you know, you are spending too much. You are acting this way so that, you know, maybe they take your card away from you for the rest of the night or they look after your purse, or, you know, just to just to get through the rest of the night without making any snap decisions. So, you know, if you do kind of overspend. Yeah. Are there any what happens after that in terms of solutions? Are you then being really restrictive with saving or do you have support from other places who will be able to kind of get the money back? Like what's the kind of protection from that? Um, there there literally is none. Um, hmm. It's spending it all and then having a little bit left and then having to make that work and trying your hardest not to spend that and then relying on um, the obviously the money that you do get elsewhere um to build it back up it is really I mean some people obviously take out loans um and some people borrow from family I don't borrow money because but I, I just I you know I don't I don't my family aren't very well off so there isn't anybody to borrow family from and I wouldn't want to get a loan so really it is just spending it and then working it back up which could take quite a while if you've spent a lot do you wish that people were maybe more aware of these kind of issues? Because in terms of like the tattoo artist, I would yeah. hope that if you decided spur of the moment, they would go, oh, something's like not quite right here. Maybe I shouldn't tattoo this person with three yeah. tattoos. Yeah, I think that's the problem is that 
a lot of people do go and book in like a day of tattooing. A lot of people do go and get one a week because they want to be covered. And so I think unless you're honest and say, look, I have bipolar disorder, they're not really going to think anything of it because that's their, that's their, their job. And if you're paying um, where I get my tattoos done, they are, they are really amazing artists. Um, um, And so you know, it's not like you're going in and just getting a, a rubbish little tattoo. It is like proper artwork. So I don't think, I think they think anybody that goes in there is taking it quite seriously, if that makes sense. Yeah, that um, makes sense. But I do think that if I was to say, I think it is more your responsibility to say to them, you know, I have, even if you say, I know this is a little bit personal, um, but I do have bipolar disorder. And so if I do call up to book in the next week, can you, you know, can you just, put it off um actually a couple of times last year I was um manic and I booked two tattoos because I knew what I'd done before where I'd gone in like every week or every other week um I decided to book them for two months later and then both times I cancelled both tattoos I lost out on two deposits but I cancelled them because I really didn't want them by the time it had come to it so that's like another solution of making sure, you know, telling them that you don't want to book in within, you know, a month. So you've got time to really think about it. And it's better to lose like a hundred pound deposit than pay, you know, like three times the amount on something that you don't really want. Yeah, and there's a lot of money services now that will kind of help out with that kind of thing. Yeah, which exactly. is a great progress. So how do you feel about money like these days? Obviously, you're using medication, you're in therapy. Are you stressed about money? Do you feel comfortable with money? Um, I think I'm always stressed about money. Um, Same. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not as... I think there's still the worry that I'm going to act a bit impulsively, and sometimes I do, but because I've got it quite... It's not 100% under control, but it's as under control as it can be right now. I'm not as worried because I've managed to learn how to limit myself so if I go on a spending spree say on clothes I will spend 50 pounds instead of 100 pounds and I'll it's getting that little bit of impulsiveness um you know that feeling but not taking it to the extreme so that you're gonna do any damage though I'm really bad at using pay after delivery on PayPal so it, it all comes out um which is another thing I really don't think you should have Thanks very much to our guest Hattie Gladwell and thanks to Taluna who helped us with the research for this series of podcasts. Mentally Yours is a podcast from metro.co.uk. Our producer is Sam Bonham and we'll be back tomorrow.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.